What's up, guys? Welcome to BitCast, episode 38 for the week of September 10th, 2017. I'm your host, Jake Martin. In the studio this week, we have Joshua Zermino! Okay. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on the show. I'm a little winded right now. That was a really long note. Yeah, I actually could have had a longer, but I stopped for the listeners. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, what's up, man? Not much. It's been I'm a glad minute. To be, I'm glad to be back. I haven't been on a podcast in a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's, I think it's just because I don't value your input as most, much most people don't. as the other people's. No, man. Um, you've been busy, um, you know, making Coke. Yep. Working that third shift, you know. You've been I'm always tired. Yeah, I know. I mean, we, we I think like when we finished Resident Evil, we just really stopped hanging out, which is a real shame, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we had a lot of moments during that game that just, we needed some space. Yeah, it was probably the best. But I, like, uh, in retrospect now, how glad are you that we are done with I'm that? I'm very glad <laughs> and I cannot wait because it's already September and you know what next month is? Spooky month. It's October. It's time for scary games and scary movies. Jake's I, favorite. I feel like so. We're, well, so um, let's. I guess let's let's uh, let the people know what we're talking about today, That's and fine. then we can kind of jump into that conversation. Um, well, Jake, just making sure I'm recording. Oh yeah, we're doing good. Okay, so um, today, if you're tuning in, we are going to be talking about Nintendo and their foray into VR. Uh, Pokemon CEO not really agreeing with the Switch at first, um, and now having to eat his words. Uh, Target naming their top toys of the year, and one of them has to be Nintendo-related also. Uh, we had this news. was This is hot off the press. Uh, the SNES and NES are getting restocks in 2018, which is very good news for everyone, as well as SNES is going to get restocked again this month. So if you missed one the first time, you're in luck. Uh, after this, we have uh, South Park, and, and just there's a clever game design element that I think is really funny, but also like I think appropriate and actually needed. Um, PewDiePie messed up. This week and us being in the sort of video game realm and having 800 people that listen to us, uh, I think there's something relevant to talk about there. Destiny 2 is already doing really great. Uh, the iPhone keynote slash Apple keynote was today, so we're going to talk about that briefly. And the main topic of the show today is it. So um, as soon as we kind of get to that main topic, if you haven't watched the, uh, the movie yet, the new one, 2017, I would recommend that maybe you probably watch the movie first and come back and listen to the second half of this or if you've already seen it you're in luck it's going to be a great great show so a few housekeeping notes first uh be sure to check us out on facebook um you know interact with us there i'll post up stuff saying hey we're about to go and record this new episode if you want to ha uh, have us ask questions and please 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 i'm going to say it every single week until i get one send any topic suggestions or anything you want us to talk about on the show uh to bitcast at bitbloggers.com um, I just want to see one email come into that into that little that little box, and if it's a person that I know, I don't want it. I want it from somebody <laughs> random. <laughs> so, uh, any listeners out there that I don't really know, send me an email. I just want to put it on here. Um, but we had one actually last week that I will I will use for one of our topics. Um, was it random? It was sort of random. Um, it was it was on Facebook, so it was you know. Yeah. Um, review of the week is from Taylor Thurmond. She said the topic line was "It's Geech." And it said, the only podcast I listen to because it's the best one. So shout out, Taylor. Thank you very much for that review. She uh, said it's, it's what? It's Geech. 
Gitch. As in like good, but it's like, I don't know. Like Gucci? Yeah, Gucci. The but just like two E's instead. Oh. You got <laughs> to say it like that. Gitch. Uh, so, Taylor, thank you very much. I'll be sure to tag you in this when we uh, with the, with the uh, time stamp on that so you know when we shouted you out. Um, that's it. That's it for, for, for uh, housekeeping. So, Josh, um, what are you playing right now? What If you are playing anything. Uh, I always like playing, to ask this. I use the free game. What is it called? Just Cause 3. Is it Just Cause just or cause. Just Cause? Just Cause. Like is it a Just Cause or is it Just Because? <laughs> Which I, one is it? I don't know. It's Just Cause. I've been you know. playing that because it's free. Um, just Cause it's free. <laughs> yep. That's mainly why. And that's you, all I have time for at the moment. What do you think? Fun? Like kind of like dumb fun? Just, it's very uh, dumb fun. There's not a lot to that game. Just putting rocket boosters on cows and... Shooting yeah. them around. I mean, you just fly around and just shoot stuff. It looks like Far Cry, mm-hmm. just a lot more zany, I guess. Yeah. And hmm. not as good. Okay. But yeah. it's fun. It's, it's free. It's fun. It's free. Just cause. Yeah. <laughs> just cause three. Just cause. That's all I'm playing right now. Dude, we should. Uh, I'm we about should, done with it. We should let them know for Just Cause 4 if they do want to release one. They should just use that as like their tagline. Just Cause 4. Just cause. Mm-hmm. That's probably what they did for this one. Make millions. You're welcome. <laughs> Drink of the show today is a nice plastic cup of H2O directly from my Brita filter. Ooh, Brita. And Josh, show show the uh, the camera what you're drinking on. We are a we're a paid promotion here. This is a pumpkin spiced beer. Yep. Or pumpkin head. I don't know what what you would call that. Pumpkin ale, maybe. Is it pumpkin ale. Uh, I, just, I just like the whole pumpkin spice craze. It's good, and we're we're in September now, so it's appropriate. I actually had a pumpkin spice latte the other day. I'm gonna be honest; it was a uh, pretty underwhelming. Yeah. Didn't have as, as much pumpkin flavor as I was hoping for, but I had a dirty chai latte today. And that was good. That does sound good. I like saying that word too. Dirty chai. Chai. Give me that dirty chai latte, sir. Quick. Um, so other than that, man, um, I guess we can kind of jump into the news, but there was something we just recently talked about for just a second. Uh, the dogs also want to get in on the conversation. Bark, bark, bark. bark, so, bark, bark. Did you close the... Did you close the the door hey we'll be right back after this quick commercial break (laughs) and we're back your mic's on too okay good yes uh dogs are okay in case you were wondering Uh, i think that it's got a little scared because like we were saying it is september and things are getting a little spooky around Mm -hmm. here oh that's what it was going to be actually you were going to talk about how it's spooky month. And because the main show topic of the show is it, I can I can say this right now. I've already got my one scary thing out of the way. Um, no, you have not. For, for everyone listening out there, I hate scary things. And I don't want to do any more of those. Because I like so I asked everyone in the group text who had trouble sleeping that night, and no one else really admitted that they did. <laughs> so I think I just am a big baby. Yeah, that's very true. I kept like waking up like trying to not have nightmares about it. Did you have it, nightmares? I don't know. And I kept like thinking that it was going to be in my bathroom, peeking around the corner. What would it be for you? <laughs> what clown. is your greatest fear? A clown in that a clown? specific instance. I don't know my greatest fear is, dude. It was just really <laughs> scary. And I actually enjoyed it. But we'll talk about that later. <clears throat> so let's jump into the news of the week. After the sip of water. 
that tasty? It's really gross. It was actually very good, though. So Nintendo, um, you know, this is actually a question that was asked by Jefferson Douglas last week. And so he said, um, and he was on the virtual console for the Switch. Uh, so Jefferson, thank you very much for asking a question like a actual podcast listener. Nobody else out there. Jeez, Louise. Come on, guys. Golly. So actually, the um, the um I think the exact day you asked this, uh, there was a news article that broke where Reggie feels a May. The uh, Nintendo of America president um, basically had his thoughts on this and said, and this is from GameSpot, speaking recently at Variety's Entertainment and Technology Summit, Fizeme said the problem with VR is that there aren't a lot of experiences that are truly fun. Fizeme said Nintendo has no plans to return to virtual reality right now. However, the executive added that nothing is off the table forever. Hmm. I read that perfectly. You did. Thank you. Read it better than our intro earlier. I should do voice work. You should. What do you think? Uh, Wait, so they said they might, they have no plans to return to VR? They have no plans right now because they haven't been convinced by the aspect of VR. Like the experience that they've created so far, everyone's like, "Eh, yeah, they're okay. There's nothing that great. Nothing like everyone's like, you have to try this game. Like I haven't had one game that's been like that so far. Yeah. Um, And like in execution, it'd be kind of weird. I don't know if they would actually use the Switch tablet, kind of like how the smartphones are, where you drop it into a headset piece. Because um, I know they filed a patent like a year ago for something like this, where it would slide into a headset and you could maybe do VR stuff. But according to this now, it doesn't look like they're really, they're probably just but like doubling down on Super Nintendo Classic, NES Classic, and the Switch yeah. and just driving it home. Yeah, I mean, they're probably never going to be successful in Nintendo because... I don't like them, but I mean, what games would they have? Uh, VR would have VR potential right now. I don't even know. I mean, if or you what look would at... they make? Because uh, Nintendo, the thing about Nintendo for me is they don't have a lot of new games that come out that aren't like Pokemon, Zelda, yeah, Mario. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it would have to be something creative. Like I could really see a VR Pokemon experience like that would be really cool. cool. I'd do that. In the essence or like vein maybe of Pokemon Snap where you're kind of moving through this place and you get to throw Pokeballs at things and try to catch them. That'd be pretty gangster. Uh, But as far as everything else, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't thought too much into that. So, yeah, I'm not too worried about VR at this time. Um, It'd be cool if it was something they tried again, but um, just them succeeding at this point right now is really all I'm focused about. And I don't want them to, or I call I care, but I don't want them to try and divert their focus into something else. That's probably not going to be as good as PSVR or other options out there. So I I was looking at some VR stuff on PS4 and they're coming out with a, you said something about a star Wars. What did you say? This one looks like it's for phones. Um, but it looks kind of cool. Actually, you basically, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's actually for phones now. No, it is because it comes with a lightsaber. Uh, you basically get a fake lightsaber. It's like about you know this high, this high, no no blade on top, um, but um, it's actually augmented reality. But yeah, um, it, like the a Jedi will show up in your room and then you can kind of like fight them. Uh, and they also have like hollow chess. I think I saw like the game, yeah, know, the chess game in Star Wars. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then and I was reading one the about. Phone, I think I was reading one about on on PS4. It is. Uh, I guess maybe space battle. You're an X-wing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can. It's do like the battle a, it's first person. A, it's like an experience again. It's not a full fledged game. Yeah. Like yeah, basically, yeah. you go through a battle and you can kind of pilot the ship and do some stuff. But it's not a. Yeah, it's not like a mission based game. Oh really? But that'd be cool. Lame. But maybe eventually, maybe. if it's successful. So you know. I, re- right. I really hope the VR kind of takes off because it's really cool. But I. I 
It's so the, slow right now. People just aren't getting into it. And yeah. The equipment is... So, I mean, how much is it for the for the headset on PS4? They actually recently dropped the price to, I believe, 300 400 may, No, I think it's pretty sure it's 300 for the PSVR unit, maybe 350 I mean, that's just as much as a console. Yeah. You know? That's what sucks about it, which I get. But but the HTC Vive, which was one of the mo- like more expensive units, uh, just dropped $200 to like 700 from 900 So Dang. I think they're trying to get people in and just like say, you got to try it to see if you like it or not. Um, but unfortunately, again, I don't think there's been any game out there that's like holy crap yeah this game has revolutionized video games and most of the experiences i see with vr are a lot of like uh startup or techie offices will buy like a, yeah. an hgc vive here's what you can do with and this. they'll do it more like a party kind of thing like yeah it's fun to do in a group of people but people don't just like buy it on their own that much and you can't play like i don't think anybody wants to sit down and play vr for that long right now because it's the technology's not quite there yet for you not to feel like crap after you get out. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like strapping a TV to your face and just, and just, I've always wanted to do the roller coaster ones where you see people like freaking out if you push them. It feels so bad because your body, because your body like feels like it should be moving because your brain sees the images, but it's not. So like, there's like weird disconnect happening Hmm. and that's usually why people get sick because, uh, your, your, your body, your brain uses two different, um, two different like i guess uh, muscles or um, action commands to your body to, it's like, like say, when like, you're reading in the car and you get motion yeah. sickness so nintendo switch vr um you know definitely not ruled out but it looks like they're going to be not really focusing on it right now because they haven't seen a lot of promise so hopefully that answered your question jefferson um the next thing kind of still talking about switch specifically um the pokemon ceo recently came out and said that he didn't think the switch was going to succeed and i think you know a lot of people were probably in this boat probably you and other nintendo haters i don't have a good reason i'm <laughs> not a huge nintendo fan i was just being a jerk but this is actually pretty cool because uh, i'll read the quote here um, i believe this is also from GameSpot. he said i told nintendo that switch wouldn't be a success before it went on sale because i thought that in the age of the smartphone no one would carry around a game console he said through a translator it's obvious i was wrong i came to realize the key to a successful game is quite simple software with absolute quality leads sales of, of hardware Playing style can be flexible if the software is attractive enough. I agree with that completely. Bada bing, bada boom. I mean, phone games are fun, but they really aren't that great, especially that with great. all the microtransactions. <laughs> and I know big games have that nowadays, but I mean, there's nothing can compare. Yeah, to phones. Yeah. And all of the junk that's just tossed on there. Yeah. Those games are not that great. <laughs> I, I know a lot of work good. goes into them. A lot of hard work. <laughs> if you are a phone game maker, we are no offense. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 take offense to that because we don't know anything about phone games actually. Yeah, so that's very true. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, this is interesting because you know this is a a console by by all means that probably doesn't make sense in today's world, um, but I think it's doing so much better because there are attractive titles. Yeah, that have come out for it. It's like, oh, cool. There's Mario Kart. Okay, there's Splatoon two. Oh, there's Arms. Oh, there's Zelda. Probably one of the best games that's come out in a long time. You know, I mean, so people see that. You, <laughs> and then we have Mario Odyssey coming out this uh, October. Is that the one with the real life? Yeah, part of it with like the real life people. Yeah, yeah. that game's gonna be so good. I can't wait. Looks very interesting. I want to um, play it. But there's just so many good games out for it, and like, and they, this this month to month release is is really working for a lot of people where they. Like they're continually buying games for it, and they're like, "Oh, like this big Nintendo game's coming out this month. I might as well just pick it up." And then someone comes over, they see their friend has, you know, Zelda, Mario Kart, all these good games, and they're like, "Oh, actually, I would like to pick that up." And like, the, it's easily just—I don't know. 
I'm just glad that it's a success. And, you know, Nintendo needs to keep keep rolling with it. Cause, I'll say uh, that I'm really glad for you. It feels good to be in a place where Nintendo is actually doing well. And speaking of doing well, Target has named the Switch as the top holiday toy for 2017. How do you feel about that, Josh? Toy? I mean, toys, gaming consoles aren't toys to me, you know? Yeah, I guess you're right. Dang it. But that's good for Switch, I guess. I mean... Target's a big deal, man. But, you know, what's funny is on the website, they actually didn't list uh, the hyperlink to where they could buy it because they aren't available. They're like they're still impossible to find, which is crazy to me because I've had mine since launch day. But I guess I just got ahead of the crowd or something like that. But why yeah. does that happen? Did that happen with PlayStation or Xbox? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every every console launch is limited usually just because they're still. But I mean, at this point still, I mean, it's only been six months. Hmm. And and we'll talk about this in a second, actually. Um, but they but they're they're limiting themselves because they're they're trying to focus on three different or four different areas. You know, 3ds, these mini consoles. Uh, well, I guess three different areas, and then the Switch. So yeah, you know, they don't, they're only producing this. Whereas Sony and Microsoft have huge resources to be able to like say, oh, let's produce like twenty thousand more of these by next week. Yeah, they can. Do and that. the the mini consoles have the games built in, don't they? Mm-hmm. How many games are built in? Or do you download the them? NES has 30 and the Super Nintendo has 21 or 22? I can't remember. I think it's 21. And how do you get more? Can you get more games? No, you just get those. They just come preload and that's it. Cool. But like the actual like price ratio, I think I, I had this on one of the podcasts, but basically, you're you're you know, if you wanted to actually get all of these games on a standard SNES, it was like thousands of dollars and then if you wanted to actually just get them on the the console itself like the virtual console it's like still like a hundred a hundred and like 80 or 190 dollars virtual console stuff so the fact that you're paying like 90 bucks or 80 bucks for 21 games that are all really good is i mean yeah it's, a, a it's the same game and you're not going to deal with any software issues or hardware yeah. issues where it's because i have a snes and it it kind of sucks. It is a piece of crap, but it works. <laughs> but man, those, ga- those games will crash. I have like two games on it. And they will it crash. is a piece of crap. Yeah, it sucks when games freeze. Like my even my N64 does that sometimes. Like I'll just be playing a game and it just freezes. Yeah. We were playing Mario Party one time. That happened, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multiple times. Real bummer. Uh, Mario Party 2 does not do that, though. So that'll be one we can check out. Uh, and then last for Nintendo news, I apologize for having so many on them. Uh, restocks got announced just this week uh, for the NES and SNES Classic. Um, again, I think, I think this is Fizeme again, or no, this is, uh, Nintendo of Europe rep, but this is going to be, this is, I apologize. It's going to apply to all this stuff in America as well. We're happy to confirm that we'll continue to ship stock of the Nintendo classic mini super Nintendo entertainment system to Europe in 2018. In addition, next summer, we'll also bring the Nintendo classic mini Nintendo entertainment system back to Europe. More information will be shared in the future. So it's a very long name. Yeah, I just called NES Classic or SNES Classic. Um, however, this is great news. Nintendo is listening. I have been complaining about this for months, basically saying like, why would they stop production of something that so many people have yet to get because they yeah. couldn't get their hands on one? And then they're like, oh, okay, well, and I, and I think really the main reason, and that's what you were asking about this they have to focus their production resources where they want to try and make more sales of one thing. So switch obviously has been taking up a lot of that focus yeah. because it's their big console and it's way more, it's, it's a, high, a higher price point than both these mini consoles. However, they still know demand is super high for these, especially for the SNES right now. And so they're like, you know what, let's just go ahead and just keep shipping these out 
next year and eventually that'll beat the scalpers that are trying to sell these consoles for 300 400 on ebay so so happy of like just just like they actually listen to their fans um yeah. and uh yeah hopefully hopefully if you didn't get your hands on one this is your shot right here so are you gonna get one i already have a snes pre-ordered uh, pre-ordered okay yeah so this end of this month is when i get it nice very excited nice one second yeah one, one second <laughs> All right, now moving away from Nintendo, this I thought was really cool. <laughs> and uh, So I don't know anything about this. Kind of sensitive. Uh, so South Park uh, and the Fractured Butthole, the new uh, <laughs> RPG by them, um, which I'm really excited to play because I never got to play the original one. Um, there's a cool element in here when you're trying to create your character. <laughs> Sorry, the Fractured Butthole. Is the Fractured Butthole, like H-W-H-O-L-E. So it's like not butthole, but... That's what it is. Wait, spell it again? H-O-W-L-E? Yeah, like whole, like a whole world instead of like hole in the, in the, oh, oh, in the oh. wall or floor. Um, it says, the game's character creator will have an effect on gameplay, altering how NPCs respond and affecting how much money characters will make. And this is all based on, uh, I, I guess I should have included that in the quote, um, when, uh, when you pick the difficulty, it changes your skin color. <laughs> so 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 if you so if you are if you're picking a white person um it, the easy, game's man. really easy yeah and then as you get darker and darker skin complexion the game gets way way harder and the hardest difficulty is uh you're you're a black person that is realistic um, and i think that's so you know, yeah it's realistic and very sensitive but sensitive especially right now in a time like this but also like really like I think like appropriate and I think like actually like this is a great way it's very South Park to yeah South Park yeah but I think it's a great way to also like at least make people aware of it that aren't maybe yeah. aware of it like oh, people yeah. that are playing video games that are tend to be a bit more closed-minded like they'll be like why is it harder to play as a black person and it's like oh wait that makes sense now I see <laughs> okay yeah um but I love that I, I think that's like a really creative way just <laughs> yeah. just to do something like that it just cracks me up um so <laughs> I don't know what you thought about that. I just thought that was really That's cool. really funny. I've not heard about that. When does that come out? Um, I, I thought I wrote that down. Um, I think it's October 17th is the release just date Just in time for, for Halloween. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't want to, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's when it comes out. So pretty Quoted. excited about that. Um, and then this next part, um, you know, unfortunately, like, you know, this is very relevant. Like, oh, you know, what an idiot. <laughs> what did he do last time? He made fun of Jewish people. Yes. Oh so my gosh. PewDiePie has been in the news um, again um, because he was recently streaming players unknown player unknowns battlegrounds. Um, and he in a moment of frustration dropped the N word um, just because he got killed or, or something like that. I forget exactly the situation. Was it, it was live stream. Mm -hmm. He was live streaming. And so. You know, there's this huge whole backlash thing. And we actually had a, a, a game developer come out and say, like, you know, I'm tired of this. Like, you know, this guy has made tons, made tons of money off of, like, playing our games. And I think it was the Firewatch uh, developer. And he was like, you know, I'm just tired of, like, ha like babies like this that can get on here and, you know, say these kinds of things and make money, you know, when they're clearly, like, ignorant and, like, very, like, you know, just uninformed on, like, certain things. Um, and so he recently, he, I think it came out today and like, you know, said an apology, but unfortunately, like this is something that, uh, you know, is, is just, I remember growing up, uh, in playing online, like Xbox and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like a super, super, super toxic, um, just place to be. Mm -hmm. Hence why I don't play online games people are so mean. that much anymore. Um, but even still like the, the kind of things that people would say then, and I'm sure still happen now, like it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, you see it all the time online. 
if you're behind a username that isn't necessarily related to you, like no one knows what your username is, you can say yeah. whatever you want. Not but, any backlash for it. And that's and that's the like so that's where the you know, everyone tries to kind of like, well, you know, that's common in, you know, video games. But unfortunately, PewDiePie also has a fan base of over fifty seven million people yep. that watch his content and subscribe to him. So he has a bit more of a public uh facing, I guess, just account than most people that are displaying on Xbox yeah. Live or, you know, online. Um so I you know, I would encourage, you know, if you are playing a game online. Uh, which I don't do as much anymore. But if you are and you see that kind of stuff going on, you know, obviously I think, you know, the, the best thing to do is just at least try to, you know, avoid that that type of conversation at all costs because it's just, you know, it's just bad. It's just bad. It's like, you know, it's it's even worse that people aren't aware that they're doing it. And this, in this case, PewDiePie was very like, he wasn't even thinking when he said the word, but it's just like, dude, but like, why was that even a word that... Yeah, don't, sh- be, a, don't be a PewDiePie. Don't be a PewDiePie. Um, but... He's apologized, and people are pissed at him. So we'll see how this this all rolls we'll out. We'll see what he says next time. <laughs> but uh, but apparently, uh, you know this this is unfortunate because it also affected a lot of YouTube advertising. Um, you know this this happened in the past with the the Jewish thing, um, but advertisers started looking at this stuff on YouTube and they're like, you know what? I don't like my content being like my product being associated with this kind of talk, yeah, or like this kind of personality. And so YouTubers who generally are very like good people or don't have that kind of offensive content on their content still saw on their, their, I'm sorry, their channel saw all their content or their advertising revenue drop like significantly. So it sucks because like, it's not only affecting just his numbers, it's affecting everyone on YouTube where it's like, okay, yeah. now we have to re-examine again. Like what's everyone, like what everyone is saying and doing. And it's just really bad. And you can almost kind of imagine the things he said when he wasn't live streaming. Cause a lot of his older videos, all of his older videos are like, pre-recorded and edited oh yeah and he cusses all the time which i don't you know who cares but yeah he could have edited out a ton of things that were but i mean like even on, even on this podcast like i'm a, i'm fine with cursing but it's just a uh you got to think about who's listening a lot of the times and you know kids kids like are his main audience i think and so it's just like you know what kind of example yeah. are you wanting to set for these kids you know in an already toxic place it's like you could be a actual good influence or you could not be and he's he's gotten there by not being a good influence. He's gotten there by being himself, being like stupid and just goofy. But um, at this point now, because he is so popular, it's kind of a hey, you got to be careful about what you do. Because Dis- I mean, Disney dropped him. Disney was sponsored yeah. with him, and they dropped him because of that. So it's like, well, there's consequences. So that's all I got to say about that. Um, Destiny Two. Cameron just texted me and said that he bought this game. Uh, hit 1.2 million concurrent users, uh, PS4 and Xbox One, as of September 10th. So. This game literally released, I think, like six days ago. I don't know, I, last week sometime. And it already has 1.2 million concurrent users, meaning there's 1.2 active people on at one time. That's crazy. Which is insane. Um, again, that's not like crazy, crazy, but just in terms of how long the game has been out so far. So yeah. good for those guys. Excited for them, but I don't care much about it. Neither. <laughs> and last, this happened today, the iPhone uh, keynote slash... Apple Keynote, sorry, I keep calling it iPhone Keynote. And I apologize to anyone that listened last week where Cameron and I talked about the sort of AR thing. It's actually the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, and the big big kahuna is the iPhone X 10, or as they're calling it. Yeah, I don't know um, why they didn't just wait until iPhone 8, iPhone 9, iPhone X. Makes more the, sense, uh, you know. It's the 10th know. anniversary of the iPhone. Stupid. That's why. Dumb. That's only been out 10 years. <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. 2007. Man. The original iPhone. 
Man, I remember wanting it so bad when it came out. Yeah. I didn't get one till like 2012, maybe? 11, 12? Yeah. I was... No, I got mine. I, I, I had mine in high school. I got the iPhone 4. <laughs> um, so... Uh, key key takeaways because there's a lot, but I'm just going to cover some of the more important stuff. So, keynote was obviously today on the 12th of September. Um, the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, no real big changes, honestly, to the way that they operate. Still has the uh, the home button, uh, wireless charging, better camera, um, faster processor, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the big change is really, I think, just was the big change to, to this phone was the wireless charging. I'm sure there's people screaming at me like, oh, you forgot about this. Um, I, I will admit that I only had a, had time to glance briefly. At How does like, the wireless charging work? So it's kind of like the, the Android. You just drop it on like a mm -hmm. thing and it just starts charging it. Cool. Uh, but they still have the lightning port. Um, so you have to like plug your headphones into that if you have a standard 3.5 millimeter. Stupid. Um but uh, yeah, really the iPhone 8, um, it looks like a good phone, uh, but it looks kind of like just a beefed up iPhone 7. Yeah. Um, the big one that everyone's kind of excited about, though, is the iPhone X. This is one that has the face scan technology mm -hmm. where basically you look at it, um, it recognizes your face and you swipe up and you can log in or, you know, it, you can get in the phone. Yeah. Um, and this is cool because I, I didn't even think about this, but the security risk of like, okay, what if someone holds up a picture of your face? Can they get into your phone? Interesting. And I was like, I never thought about that. Um, but they've done a lot to make sure that that wasn't possible. It sounds like. Um, obviously, we'll see when everyone gets it in their hands. Um, <laughs> That'll be the first thing I try, probably. Print a picture of my face. <laughs> Does it work? Uh, but they. Uh, but didn't they get rid of the fingerprint? Mm -hmm. So it's just face. Just face. Um, and the way that they, I guess, have security is that it, there's also uh, infrared scanning. So it can like detect heat and kind of see where your face is and like realize that's a real face instead of like a picture of a face. That's, that's how it works probably. Um, and it also can like adapt with like you wearing glasses or growing facial hair and shaving your face, stuff like that. Um, so it looks pretty intuitive. Um, no, I think some windows tablets have that technology and it works really well, supposedly. Yeah. They like probably, even if you like, cause I mean, Apple pay, you use your fingerprint, but yeah. so if you're in a store and you hold it up, do you, you can just, it just like looks at your face, but it'll be at a weird angle because it's down. But I think it supposedly <laughs> will probably work. Yeah. We'll um, yeah. They, they showed Apple Pay with the face scan technology. So basically, yeah, you scan your face and it gives you the OK and then you just drop it onto the Apple Pay. And it oh, works. Cool. That's kind of how it works. Um, the other big thing was just the the screen. Um, it goes all the way out to the edges. So I don't have my phone. But basically. Kind of like a... Um, a lot, of, a lot of Androids are doing that yeah. right now. But basically, the the bottom part of the entire phone um, has screen as well now. There's no home button. And the top part only has just like a little sliver of, of a, a black bar right There's here. There's no home button? Uh, no home button at all. So how exactly do you turn it on with the side button or with just by Yeah, looking? so there's a little, little home button right here. But if you pick it up and look at it, it actually recognizes that you're looking at it. And so then it turns on automatically without you touching the phone. You just go like this. What on. if I want to just look at my black screen phone? <laughs> Stupid. Well, if you if you're uh, yeah, I guess you, they, they they also can tell if you're not looking directly at it or if your eyes are closed. It won't it won't, uh, it won't turn on. That is so bizarre. It's pretty crazy. Very interesting. And that's um, only the the X. Only the X that's not has the, the face the face ID stuff. Okay. Um. So with that, you have. So like, if you don't want to do a lot of changes, you don't want to deal with that. You can just buy the eight. iPhone eight. Yeah. And you know, I think price point is going to be a, a thing for a lot of people. The iPhone X starts at one thousand. Wow, smackaroonies, and for like a lease plan, I was just checking for uh, for our carrier, and it was fifty bucks a month for just the base, sorry, the base model or the lower storage one for sixty four gigs. That's not that bad. So, 
not not bad. It would just be a lot of payments. Yeah, a lot of payments, a lot of money. Um, so that you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I wasn't too blown away. I'm I'm excited because I've had this this six for a while. So I was like, I probably will get try to get the X and just see what all the hullabaloo is about. Um, yeah. But really, the, other than that, I don't think there's a big difference. Um, the camera's nice. It has like two cameras on it. Um, the back is glass now. So I think to enable the uh, wireless charging, maybe. I don't know. Interesting. But, um, you know, again, there's probably people screaming at me. There's there's some stuff you can do. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'll talk about this in a second. But there's uh, an emojis. So you can animate an emoji now with your face and make it say stuff and do different, like, facial expressions. Like uh, like the actual emojis that are already mm-hmm. there, and you can make it like the cat emoji. You can go like, not everybody able to make that exact face, and you can make it talk. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah, it's pretty neat. <laughs> that sounds really oh, fun. Oh, nice. Uh, One so. thing I didn't like about the new messaging with the, uh, I don't know what iOS we're on. Uh, iOS ten, yeah. Like the the like drawings you can do. I didn't really care for all that. That was didn't use it. That wasn't very yeah. Um, so they, yeah, iOS 11, there's some updates to Siri, uh, where you can do like translations now, which is really cool. That's cool. Um, you can do iMessage pay. So kind of taking out uh, Venmo or Venmo, um, altogether, uh, control center looks a little bit different. You can customize it now. Control center is like when you swipe up from the bottom, you know, and it has like the, I know what control center is. Nature. Uh, and messaging has like some new cool things where you can like shrink shrink the keyboard to one side if your like phone's too big, so you can just t- type on like the right side, and you can like I think you can get to, I think this is only on iPad, but you can like instead of having to hit shift and like pull up the other different like symbols you want to hit, you can just like swipe down on the key itself and it'll pick the different single symbol you want or something like that. So interesting. All in all, it's cool. Uh, I'll, actually, this is actually pretty, the Apple Watch Series Three uh, now has LTD, LTE capability. So if you want to go on a run without your phone, you can do it now, and you can still take calls and send texts. That's cool. Yeah. And this is you know I think this is a precursor to where we might end up eventually. It's like, do you want to have a phone or do you want to have a watch that can do it all for you instead? Mm, phone. Yeah, the phone has more capabilities. And watches are so small. Yeah, unless but it, unless you can somehow fit off. But if you're minimalist and you just don't want to deal with, so the is the phone LTE capable? Like, does that cost extra money with your carrier? Like, do you do it through your carrier? Yeah, yeah, it would. It would cost an extra plan, I'm sure, to have a yeah, and a separate app or Apple Watch. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean that was that was pretty much it. There's like a new um, Apple OS coming out or four or something like that, but no real big changes there either. So yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a pretty okay conference. I and again, I I didn't watch all of it, so I am probably leaving some pretty cool stuff out. But those those are the big takeaways that I saw. Yeah. Uh, all right, and we're gonna jump into our main topic of the show. It's time to get scared. Be right back. You'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float too. Ah! And we're back. We are here to talk about probably the only scary movie that I've seen willingly in over a year. Uh, it's like October. You willingly watch every scary movie you've ever watched. You can't be forced to watch anything. Well, yeah, no, but I, but like I'm saying, like usually I'm very like reluctant. But this one I was like, okay, I'll no, go see no, this. No, no, no. I had to. I didn't want to you. see it. But I saw it and I was like, you know what? I will see this because I've heard multiple reports that it's good. Okay. <laughs> I had to text you like a thousand times. God, it sucked. Oh, it sucked. So, yeah, we saw it. It didn't suck. This past weekend. And um, it was actually very good. It was a very good movie. Very um, good. 
general thoughts. What did you like? What like what? Just open it up. What did you think about it? Oh, and I guess if you haven't watched it yet, this would be a time to probably turn bounce, it off. Probably go to, watch to it. Bounce, or you can just listen if you don't like to watch things. <laughs> so, general thoughts, Josh. What do you think? I really, really enjoyed it. Not as scary as I thought it would be. Yeah, it wasn't as scary, but for um, me it was. Unless you don't like clowns. Um, did have plenty of like jump scares, and it was creepy, but it was more like a like a very messed up, dark adventure kids movie. You know what I mean? Like rated R, obviously, but like it was like a rated R Goonies sort of it reminded me of. Yeah, I, I said, yeah, I guess that's a better comparison because those are same yeah. time period but i said it's like a really scary stranger things yeah 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 like very so. like fantasy adventure sci-fi-ish yeah um and the, i know the book is way more weird gosh yeah um, i don't want to talk about it but that yeah the book sounds real weird like uh-huh. i i I, I wanted to read it before the movie but i decided not to just because i didn't want any spoilers because mm-hmm. i hadn't se- i've only seen the original one a couple once, times yeah a long time ago and i don't remember hardly anything about it besides the sewer scene so i just was like i'm just gonna go into this movie with a blank slate, Georgie, Georgie. So, oh, Georgie. so, you, so you—that was one of my questions. You hadn't seen the original. I have, but oh, you, you I, have. Don't, I don't really remember. Anything okay, about okay. It. So I was pretty young. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think? Same, same thing. Same thing. Basically, like I was, I was very impressed. Uh, movie was very good. Um, there was actually just a, a good balance of everything. Like there was a lot of scary moments. There was a lot of like funny moments. Um, there was some sweet moments here and there, sort of. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know. This this ultimately sets up for a pretty cool sequel. Or mm-hmm. I don't know if this is like a three part series or like a one part, two part series. Should hopefully just a two, I guess. Because this is that's when they're, what it's like in the book. And the this is wasn't this is spoilers. This is when they're kids, and then later it's going to be when they're adults. You know, it's the whole the yeah. whole story is that every twenty seven years it comes out and tries to feast on the people of dairy town or whatever but it's he called. likes the children the most yeah because they're the easiest to scare mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean i just i think the movie was super well done um i think the acting was good across the board um it was cool seeing the same you know the reason i think i thought it was more stranger things was because uh what's his name from stranger things is in it the yeah. main leader of the group some wolf hard what's his name jake no that's your name i know but i, I could have sworn it was something like that very basic name doesn't matter regardless uh you know pennywise the clown very very scary i think uh scarsgarf what's his what's his first name scarsgard tom scarsgard or something like that he, yeah. did a, he did a very good job playing him and i saw him in real i saw him uh interview with i think uh, uh maybe it was jimmy fallon or something like that but he mm-hmm. actually i mean he 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 does look a little spooky in real life too yeah. so it makes sense yeah. um but man um I just, I remember like Matt the entire time, like anytime something scary would happen, like when, uh, he came out of the, he came out of the, the screen they were watching the, uh, the projector, <laughs> like when he was big, the projector. I, that was pretty, that was scary as crap. I didn't think that was scary at all. I thought it was really it's silly. It's a good jump scare. Yeah. Um, but, just, I, that one kind of made me laugh, but, but, uh, he was so big. He was like, <laughs> but, uh, but Matt has had his, uh, had his, uh, sweater sitting on his chest the whole time and then like he would pull it up to his face and then as soon as the jump scare would happen he would like yell into his into his sweater it's like (laughs) (laughs) and so that in turn made my experience way more scary and then i really wish i sat in between you guys and then i'm glad you guys set it up that way because i think you put the three people that hate scary movies the most like right next to each other because so joseph was next to me too and joe the entire time was doing this like holding his beard 
And anytime something scary would happen, he was like, (laughs) (laughs) and what I would do, which didn't make any sense either is like, I would try to cover like my face, but also still like be able to see everything that's happening. But I, for some reason it made me feel better. Um, all in all, very scary. And I had nightmares for a couple days. Actually, just really that one night. Uh, but it was very it was very terrible. I came home. Everyone was asleep. I had to turn all the lights off in the house. Yeah. I had to turn the lights off in the garage. And it was very scary. <laughs> so if you haven't, I don't know. What? How would you, on, on a scariness scale, how would you rate this? I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't, I especially won't get scared in a theater full of people. It was fun. It was fun. Because the, the people, theater. there were people who actually left. Oh yeah, there, yeah, which was funny, kind of annoying too. But yeah, there were people there. Like, like people were nope. literally leaving the theater like halfway through. I am done. But it really wasn't that bad. I mean, the the clown itself is creepy, and how it works is he will target each child's specific fear. So one child had a fear of a painting, and one child mm-hmm. had a fear of a. Painting of a leper of, of a leper because uh, he was a hypochondriac. His his uh, parents burning alive. Yeah, uh, a couple other things. So they were like, it wasn't just the clown scaring scaring you. It was just like different, uh, different things. Yeah, different things. Different like popping out of things. nowhere, which I didn't know what happened. So yeah, I like, like so. I that's that's what confuses me too. If like it is able to be like omnipresent, how did how did the kids even how are they able to even catch him? I don't know. That's the thing. I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, maybe he's only mobile if, like, there's fear. Like, That's if, what if I was the saying. kid's I think, afraid, I he, he that, can show up. Yeah. Um, that could probably what it is, actually. Yeah. Um, but um, I, one thing I will say is the, CG, the CGI in this was not great. Um, yeah, the, uh, the painting lady looked really weird. The leper looked better. And even when he would, like open his teeth up to try and bite people. See, that that's what I was worried fake. about. So in the in the first scene when he bites Georgie, that was rough. <laughs> yeah, bit his freaking arm off. I was like, oh my goodness. I watched the original. Wait, what happened? I watched the original scene. I can't remember. Same concept. The boat falls in there and, you know, it talks to him for a while and tells him, you know, blah, blah, blah. and then he reaches in um, and all you see is the clown, like, grab his hand, Pennywise grab his hand and then, like, he goes, ah opens his mouth up that's all you see so you just assume that he got eaten or something like that in the book he supposedly rips his arm off and then leaves him to die in the in the book it's not like a we got to figure out what happened to where's georgie. georgie at yeah it's more like we need to figure out what did this to georgie and get revenge because georgie was still alive right and it was he was he yeah, alive the, in the, the neighbor the neighbor lady in the movie saw it in the in the book she finds him finds Whoa. his body that he leaves his body outside of the sewer and he just dies he oh he bleeds, dies out he there. bleeds to death oh gosh so that's pretty much what happened oh, um still interesting but yeah that that scene uh yeah georgie got his arm ripped off slash bit off that was crazy and then yeah. dragged in the dragon i mean sewer. He's, he's such a little kid and he's so cute, so cute. And you're like immediately like, I love this kid. He's so great. He's That's, so sweet. Him and his brother are so sweet. Yeah. They had like the little stutter. And then he dies. And you're like, well. But that scene that where he bit rough. into his arm, like, yeah, that scene super I was, cheesy. I was like, like super that fake. super dumb. Though. I was like, oh. His teeth. Yeah. It would have been better just to use like an animatronic there or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. What was that? Spencer Bradshaw commented. I don't know if that they could hear that on the podcast or not, but I'm going to just tune that just in case. Let's see, what, uh, let's see what Spencer wants to talk about. Um, but yeah, um, if you had to, who would you like? Who would you recommend this to? Like, if uh, like how, like everybody. <laughs> so you would recommend this to everyone that's able to go see it. Oh my gosh! Hopefully that's not coming in because that's super loud. I can't imagine if it's probably just coming in our headphones. Yeah, 
What is he saying? Let's see what Spencer's saying. Probably talking about polo still. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> it, but could go for an it only podcast. Um, I mean, if you, like, if, you like, if you like scary movies, go see it. If you like good movies, go see it. If you like adventure movies, go see it. Because it's very like, it's like the kids have to band together and they go through all their issues and their stuff together and then they separate and come back together. Yeah. And they, it was just, it, part, parts of it were really feel good as, as screwed up as it was and as dark as it could get. Oh gosh. Like the girl and her dad. Yeah, that, that was horrible. That was hard to watch. I was like, I don't like watching this. Yeah. Um, and then like but the, in the end, they all stick together and they all just take a weird blood oath. Yeah, and they, you, you made, I think you made this funny comment. I was like, that's so like, I thought that was so weird that they all, you know, cut their hands on, on bottles and held hands. But then, then someone else was like, uh, really? That's like the weirdest thing that they experienced. <laughs> that's the weirdest thing that they did this entire movie. Like they like literally saw all this crazy stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, honestly, like as much as I hate scary movies, I will tell anybody that's kind of thinking about seeing it to go check it out. Cause it is, it is really cool. Yeah. Um, so obviously if you've already seen this, um, I mean, you know, if, if you have a friend that's wavering like this, just go ahead and say like, Hey, yeah, it's worth checking out. Like if you don't like scary movies, I still think it's worth checking out. Um, just go with friends because it's a lot more. I think scary movies, if you hate them, like you have to at least watch them with friends because I will absolutely not subject myself to anything this scary mm-hmm. if I'm by myself. Probably the last really good scary movie I've seen is, eh, that was like four years ago. I don't want to say that. That I can remember is The Conjuring, like mm. that a recent scary movie. Conjuring. And The Witch was was okay. No. It wasn't that scary. It was I just don't. like unsettling. It was like, oh, this is, that movie's this is just weird. creepy. But um, I mean, it's it's really good. I would definitely go see it. Um, there are very some very interesting things they left out, though. Like what? <laughs> so when they oh, I don't want to talk about that one. That's gross. The spoilers. We'll talk about it anyway. Ugh. The spoilers is a spoiler is they defeat it at least temporarily, and but they defeat him in his lair, which is located in the sewers, and, and they they leave the sewers. In the books, apparently, they can't find their way out of the sewers. Oh. There's one girl in the group. Well, we don't know if... She, oh, yeah, they found their way out. Yeah, at the very they end. They found their way out, yeah. yeah. But in the books, they can't find their way out. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, this is just a Wikipedia summary, so probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but there's one girl in the group and six guys. Mm-hmm. For some reason, she has sex with all six of the guys. It's just a weird... To cre- and on Wikipedia, it says to bring unity back to the group. And then they escape the sewers. That's that's one you gotta you got to look at, Stephen King, be like... Apparently, I was reading on Reddit. Hopefully this happens like later as they're all like older at least, where it's not as creepy. I don't think it does. Gosh, Um, it's just weird. That's just weird. I think it's it's the kid part. It's just weird. I was reading about that on Reddit, and someone was like, he has a lot of weird um, sex scenes that just kind of happen randomly throughout his books. Stephen King. Yeah. So, you know, I guess if you write hundreds of books... You're going to have, some, gonna have weird, some weird some stuff. Weird things. I saw a trailer for his, one of his more recent movies coming out pretty soon, and it looks just as weird. I don't want to talk about it because it's just disturbing, but same same concept, kind of just like mm-hmm. spooky and very sexual. So, <laughs> mm, my favorite. So, yeah, go see the movie. You go know, see it's, it. it's Halloween coming up um, in the next like month and a half. If go, you had, if get you had, a scary game. Play play Resident Evil nope, Seven. Play Outlast nope. Two. Do not do that. We're gonna play. We're gonna be playing Outlast Two this October, <sighs> and we cannot wait. I will do one round of it, and I will leave the room. Perfect. 
say, nope, we're not playing this it anymore. I'm done. It the most stressful. I only played the demo of it, but it was the most stressful game, like 10 minutes of my life. Nightmare. Nightmares. Not doing that one either. And then go to Haunted House, you know? I'll do that. I like Haunted Houses. I don't mind jump scares. I just don't like real... <laughs> oh god i just i just i don't like real images i don't like real uh like the, the way that movies can convey stuff now is just pretty unbelievable uh you go to like a haunted corn maze or ruby falls haunted cavern you're like oh this is kind of fun like you know I, everyone here is dressed up in costumes so i kind of that's know. basically what haunted house is like man eh, this is kind of fun it's fun but it, but it is it's something fun to do in october so um yeah if i had to score this movie being that i hate scary movies I'd still give this an 80, 85. 85. Uh, as far as horror movies, I'd probably give it like a 70. But as a movie in general. Yeah. It's a better movie than it was a horror probably, movie. Probably about the same. 85, yeah. 90, that range. There were some problems. Uh but I will say the this has been the most successful horror movie to date. I, I forget what the box office record was. It was like was. 51 million that opening night. Yeah, which is pretty insane. So yeah. congrats on that, too. That's, that's really cool. Um, and all the people that were on this, that's awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, that is our brief synopsis of It. So go see It. it. <laughs> well, so unfortunately, that is the end of our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, BigCast is a weekly podcast that covers most things video games and pop culture. Joshua, thank you for being here, man. I appreciate you, sir. You're welcome. Or uh, if you can't tell, if you're listening to this, we're uh, we're we're, fr we're friends. Awkwardly, uh, we're we're really holding each other's shoulders. We're, we're friends. Uh, remember to follow Bitblogist on Twitter or Instagram, or check out bitblogist.com, and you can subscribe to our email list, where we'll just you'll get a weekly synopsis of everything that we've posted or put up over the week. Um, send any topic ideas to bitcast at bitbloggers.com to be a part of the show and remember the podcast is on google play stitcher and itunes so if you're listening to this on the web browser or whatever um those are much easier and more accessible ways to listen to this podcast uh also we're on youtube if you like video content mm. but until next time this has been bitcast thanks for tuning in to talk about some stuff